This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. Jim Rohn says that you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. This concept applies to every area of your life, especially your finances. Now, you may be used to thinking of your financial well-being as a solo enterprise or something you do with your significant other. You may also think that it comes down to your discipline or level of ambition that actually determines how much money you make, save, or invest. But there's one thing that has a massive impact on whether you build wealth or not. It's the people you surround yourself with. If you're purposeful, you won't just have relationships, you'll have wealth determiners. These are the people that have a positive influence on your life and your finances. The question is, who are the people you surround yourself with? Are they helping you build your wealth? Or might they actually be stopping you from building it? The purpose of this episode is to help you start asking these questions. Every year when we facilitate the One Thing Goal Setting Retreat for couples and individuals, we teach this concept and facilitate an exercise that helps you identify if you are missing wealth determiners and how you can actually go about finding them. And we also help you determine if any of your current relationships are undermining your wealth building and what you can do about it. Today, we're sharing a conversation from last year's retreat with a couple who has been two of my wealth determiners. They've had a profound impact on my wealth building journey and also given me a really simple process to follow so that Amy and I could get on the same page around money. As you listen, consider what would become possible if you got clear on the relationships that influenced your finances and the activities that you could take to get better results. And if you want to have this process facilitated for you, it is hands down the easiest way to do it. Just head on over to the onething.com slash set my goals. That's with the number one in the URL, the onething.com slash set my goals. And you can learn more about joining us for this year's goal setting retreat. With that, let's get into this conversation with Jay and Wendy Papazan. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. All right. So one of the big parts of financial goal setting, um, we've talked a lot about investing your money, right? We talk about different wealth vehicles, whether that be real estate or businesses or just upping your income for your career. Those are all things paying down debt. Yep. Side Um, hustles. We also make investments in people. And one of the cool things you learn over the years is that investments in people are often the ones that have the highest ROI. 
And we've actually kind of made that a part of the formal goal setting process. And we call it an exercise like where we, it's your wealth determiners. Yep. And where does that come from, Wendy? Well, it comes from, it comes from Gary Keller and he taught a class, teaches a class called Quantum Leap and it's really how to live your best life. And so it's really a section in Quantum Leap called Wealth Determiners. That's right. And the the big idea here is understanding your relationship, not just to money, but with the people around you and how that impacts your wealth. And so I'm going to draw it and you can just help me teach it. But um, if this is you, right, you right in the center, you determine wealth for someone. And first and foremost, that's a question mark. Who is, do you know who that person is? What do you determine wealth for? Sometimes it's an institution or an industry, like if you're part of a giant corporation, Mm -hmm. and that should be a two-way street. I love that. And I would just say that it could be multifaceted. So if you're thinking about your corporation, like who are you making money for? Who's the business that you're working for? Is it a business that you believe in? Mm -hmm. Is it a business that's doing well in the world? Um, And then who are, maybe it's your manager, Right. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's the CEO of the company, depending on the size of the company. So really just, I think a lot of us, we, we take that first job and we don't really think too much of it. I know when I had a choice between my first two jobs, I picked the one that, um, that paid me the most. Right. And sometimes the payment you get from people is what you're learning and how fast you're growing. Right. Right. And, you know, the, the wealth and the relationship itself. Because so- that's what's important there. Yeah. Is that, is that two way. A two-way street. And a lot of people, I think we all know this, it's a one-way street. Mm -hmm. What are you doing for me? And if there is a return you're getting from that relationship, it may not be conscious and you have to be very actively involved. But it's just, we believe, and Gary's taught us, it's really healthy to know who are you determining wealth for? um, What company is that a part of? What industry is that a part of? Is that something that you really want to continue to contribute your talents to? Because that's a choice you get to make. Does yep. it align with your bigger vision for your life? Yep. And so, and if you're the leader of a company, this is you here, right? And this is also you up here. Sure. Which is advanced thought. Advanced thought. Yes. And so, gold, plus, gold star. This is where you get into the the kind of strategic relationships, and we talk about your five, right? Your five key relationships, and the reality is, all of us have a handful of relationships that are really going to determine our wealth. Yeah. And these and, are really business relationships. If, yeah. we'll, if we teach this another time, you'll see that there are you know, friends and family on the other side, but these are just your business relationships. And, and you know what? And we're talking about wealth building. I think if you are got your first job, you're a college student, who would their wealth determiners be? It also might be the people that hang out and mm-hmm. how they think about money. Sure. Right? Yeah. Who you hang out? I mean, Jim Rohn, the five people you spend the most time with, right will often determine your trajectory. Yeah, I think uh, this is, quote, this is harder yes. to think of when you're young, especially. Uh-huh. Um, and this is a bit easier to, to understand that concept. But yeah, you are hopefully determining wealth for other people around you. And if you're taking this class, right, and you mm-hmm. go home and you you talk to your best friend about it and you've helped them understand some things about money, then potentially you're a wealth determiner for them. I'll draw the last piece and then I'll sit down. And the reality is that you then could list about 25 people that are in another, kind of another level down here that are below you that have the potential to have an active role in your wealth building um, over the course of your life. So the exercise here, um, when you think about it, is first off, who do you determine wealth for? 
Are you aware of that? Um, and are you good with it? And then there's a handful of relationships, right? That will matter the most in terms of your journey. Have you identified them? And frankly, these relationships matter a lot more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It, these are people that these maybe your, you should be purposefully your, planning yeah, time key with. Key relationships. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, it's a huge part of the one thing in practice, essentially. Mm-hmm. Like, who are all the people out there that you could know, especially if you're a busy social person? Are you actually spending your precious time investing in those people, right? And looking sort of above you. And who is that person above you? Are, are you investing time in them? And understanding, are they investing time in you, right? Because we can't do it all, right? We don't have the time. Nope. And so we have to focus on those key relationships. One way to look at it is if you're investing time with someone, that's time you don't get to invest with someone else. Mm -hmm. So the goal here is during this exercise, can you identify that handful of people? And the reality is for us, it's more than five. Mm -hmm. But I think you should try to least stretch and ask the question, are there five relationships that really stand out as being determiners in our future by their influence on your career and their ability to help lift you up and move you forward? And are you then going to be able to make plans throughout the course of the year or the next five years to truly reciprocate in those relationships? The second tier of this exercise would be to list the other people that are important, but maybe not at this level. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and this is really these five, for us, just to give an example of, we actually have probably five or six businesses there. Mm-hmm. And under each business, we have a couple of people that are key to those those businesses that are wealth determiners for us. And each year we reevaluate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And look at, are these the right people? Are we investing in them? Do we feel like this is a two-way street? Well, it's and it's just like, a great chance to talk about it. Yeah, it's like the 80-20 rule, right? Mm-hmm. Who are the 20% of your the people in your life that are making the biggest impact on your life? And what's interesting is, is you know, I know for me on my real estate team, sometimes the people who are the worst contributors right? They, they bring drama. They bring, um, you know, not, they're not being productive. They're always in my you know, office asking questions. Our tendency might be to spend more time with them because right. they're there. They're being dramatic. They're, you know, all that stuff. But you really have to think like, wait, is this really the best use of my precious time? Yeah. The, there's a great quote in her book, like the things that scream the loudest often, right, are not mm-hmm. the most important. Right. Um, and so we can be more conscious about who we choose to invest in and vice versa. You know, over the years, this grew um, into, for us, the reciprocal, what are we doing in return? We set a goal mm-hmm. of creating 10 millionaires yep. that you upped to 100 a couple of years ago, yeah, well, just so we could ask the question and think bigger. Share people a little bit about how we've gone from that just being a notion, mm-hmm. right, to make sure that this, we've been fortunate, Gary's above me. Yeah. That has been a clear two-way relationship of investment and growth. And we wanted to make sure that we were doing that for these people. So what does that look like? Well, so what we decided to do is, is, you know, we had the conversation. I said, we have this goal and we talk about it all the time. And what are we actually doing to help people become millionaires? And so we created what we call the Hot Millionaire Club because who doesn't want to be a hot millionaire? That's right. And what that looks like for us is very specifically helping people in our lives track their net worth, come up with financial goals, help people um, spend their time reading books and learning about the things that you need to become wealthy. 
um, and really just kind of pouring into people. Mm -hmm. And it's been very reciprocal. So for us, it's been accountability, Mm -hmm. right? We've for sure grown our net worth as well. And it's been, you know, everyone that's participated has given back to us too. So it's it's people people bring uh, read books and come 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 to the club, and it's really just fun. You know, it's a it's a potluck once a month. And now a virtual potluck. Now a virtual potluck, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's an example of how we think about we go on these retreats and we set a big goal, and we then have to have a plan mm-hmm. for how we're going to continue to have a relationship with that goal throughout the year. And for us, that plan involved meeting with people, investing in people, and having a goal around that investment to help them measurably move their life forward on this journey. And it's been fun, and it's been great accountability for us. For you, I don't know what that looks like. But I will tell you, when you identify those handful of people, you need to be thinking like this. Yeah. What are we doing with them? How are we going to break bread literally or figuratively with them so those relationships are rich? And we're sure, if you haven't earned the right to know what those people want, how can you possibly know that you're reciprocating? How can you know that you're helping them move forward if you haven't invested in those relationships deep enough to know what actually motivates them? And if you're a leader, I think sometimes when we we start our leadership journey, there's a a naivety around it where we think, okay, I'm paying these people, that's enough. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm paying you, you should come to work, you should pour into my baby and my company and all that stuff, but it's not enough. As a leader, you, you do, it does have to be reciprocal. You know, we aren't uh, working in a factory and, you know, like a hundred years ago. And so if you're a leader, this is really important for you to take away, which is this, this idea of you need to pour into your top people. I'm just going to take that a little step like further. Like mm-hmm. I know that one of the things I've observed Gary do over time is he'll tell stories about the people that went on the journey with him. And I think if you're thinking of your key people this way, you're going to start building stories. If you're an employer, people people don't stay at one company forever. Mm-hmm. But you can create a story with them that can live in your company forever. Let me tell you about the last person who had that role, what they went on to do with it. And I like to think of those people as kind of alumni from the system. Yeah, They've gone on, done great yeah. things. And that also offers hope and encouragement to the next person. And it's a great way to attract better and better people to these circles as a business person. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'll give you a good example is this morning, we're talking about compound interest on our daily huddle this morning. And I have people in my organization who are in their early early to mid-20s. And uh, basically, I said to them, I said, I want you to look back in 50 years. I said, I'll probably be dead. But I want you to thank me for this conversation this morning, which is like, you guys need to start building your wealth right now because you're going to look up in 50 years and it's going to be amazing. It'll be a wow factor. All right. So here's the exercise. If you choose to do it as a part of your goal planning, can you take some time, identify these key relationships, know who you're building wealth for. And if you want to take it to the next level, there are some other folks that are here that matter that may not earn the same level of your attention. If you can do that and then build a plan around how to interact with them, I promise you won't regret it. Welcome back. I remember, Jay, four years ago when we facilitated our very first goal-setting retreat, there was somebody in the room that when we talked about this, he pulled us aside on a break and said, I just had a huge aha, and I've realized that um, the person I'm determining wealth for, I don't feel good about because mm-hmm. he's not a good person. Yeah, and, and it really made him question not just what he's doing, but who's benefiting and, and how does he feel about that? And I also just like in terms of the dynamic of between a leader and a direct report, sure, you are earning an income. And are they actually investing in you as a person? And I think a lot of 
what the models of the one thing, specifically when we get to the 411, it's specifically designed so that a leader not just coaches to the employee, but actually the whole person. How do we help the people in our worlds get everything they want out of life by being inside our world? Love it. The, um, one of the things that when we got in relationship, you had a podcast called The Mentee. Mm. And um, what was the quote that you always launched it with? You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Say that again slowly for those of us who don't speak auctioneer. Thank you. Um, it's Jim Rohn. You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Which is so true and so wise. And that's what a lot of this is about. The people that you hang out not only determine your wealth like in literal sense, like these are my employees or these are my partners or these are my coworkers and together we're going to do these things. That could be very literally true in terms of how money moves through the system. Um, I think more importantly is how they think. Think about the relationships, the people you spend the most time with. I remember on our journey, and we kind of hinted at it, like when we started setting big goals together, we started moving on a different trajectory. And I can remember like hanging out with other couples where you're like, I'm hanging out with the guy and she's hanging out with the gal and kind of the pastime is complaining about the spouse versus doing something. Like there was a time where that was cute and normal, but then I was like, I don't wanna, I'm gonna have to kind of put a stake in the ground here and say, hey, let's turn this conversation in a new direction or I'm not gonna spend as much time And what is the whole thing? Like, we've been spending time with people, but what should we be doing, Jeff? Investing it. Yeah, that was your aha for me at the break, that when we think about people as wealth determiners, we're thinking about them as investments. Well, there you have it, our conversation with Jay and Wendy Papazian. It's easy to look at the relationships you have and say, these are the relationships that I have and accept them. The challenge is to look at them more critically. To ask, are the relationships that I'm investing in actually giving me the return that I'm looking for? Are they helping me achieve my goals? I personally know what it feels like to have relationships with people that you love them. You're so grateful they're in your life, but to take an objective look and realize that they are actually stopping you from getting where you want to go. And you have to do something about it. We really challenge you to get purposeful about who you might be missing in your life. While it's not an easy journey, it is a simple path. And it's one that does lead to extraordinary results. If you would like to have this process facilitated for you, join us for the One Thing Goal Setting Retreat for couples and individuals. The retreat will be November 13th and 14th. We will have thousands of people from around the globe joining us from the comforts of their own home with our virtual general admission ticket. And we'll have a select group of people in person in Austin at a beautiful resort for the VIP experience. If you'd like to join us this year, just head on over to theonething.com slash set my goals. If this episode has brought value to you, please think of somebody you know who needs to hear it and text them the episode. If you're new to the show, welcome. Please click subscribe so all future episodes will automatically be downloaded to your device of choice. And while you're at it, if you would consider leaving us a rating and review on your podcast player of choice. This genuinely helps us reach more people and live our purpose, which is to help you better invest your time so you can achieve extraordinary results. I'm your host, Jeff Woods. We look forward to being with you in the next episode.